see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been the all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries, where it always starts. The stacks so much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Hello. Hello. Uh, I am in the middle of finishing off a review. So <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, it'll only take a second here. Hold on. Da, 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 da. Done. Okay. So how are I'm, you? I'm okay. Yeah, um, sure. <laughs> it's been a very long work week, so... Um, I'm a little on the tired side, and then I had to set an alarm this morning because otherwise I probably would not have gotten up um, in time. So I got up at 10 today. So That's really early for you. Well, for a Saturday, it kind of is, although there's, there are Saturdays where I wake up at like 8 <laughs> because I don't know, my body thinks it's another um, work day. And I think I, I did that to Kenrick this morning. Um, I kind of woke up and looked at the time and it was like six something. I was like, Kenrick, you got to go to work. And he's like, uh, no. I was like, oh, crap, it's Saturday. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like having days blend together and all of that. So, so yeah. Mm. What about you? What's going on with you? Uh, nothing too much. Um... You know, the cat uh, doesn't like me to sleep late on after the sun is out. <laughs> um, the cat, So the cat kept trying to come back and play with me and stuff, you know. Okay. But so, I mean, I, I got up officially at um, 930, but I was up off and on from like about six on. Yeah, um, no. Mm -mm. Get up, go back to bed, get up, go back to bed, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, outside of the 6.30 with me looking at the clock, I think I glanced at it at like maybe eight something and then I went back to sleep. So, mm. but yeah, today's big day. Obviously, we're, it is recording day for the show. And then I'm also going to Ladies Tea um, at um, our family's church. Um, we do it every year. I think this is probably like year number six or something. Um but but yeah, spending time with my mom and um, Gwen and and baby Izzy. So nice. Now, have you been practicing all week, you know, holding your pinky finger out? You're not supposed to hold it out. But no, <laughs> I have not been practicing. Um, but I am looking forward to it. I mean, it's usually a nice little event and. Um, it doesn't last too terribly long. And then when I'm done with that, I'll come home um, and I will have to work. So, so yeah, that is my Saturday. <laughs> See, I just, I, I don't know. And it, again, you know, look, I love the Brits, you know, but I've never really understood the, the whole tea thing. So I'm like, can't you just have tea at home? Yeah, you can. But I mean, it's also like in the earlier days where it was kind of like an event kind of thing. So um, and then nowadays, most people don't do like and I mean, certainly here in the States, they don't do it afternoon tea and stuff. So. So, yeah, I think it's kind of, you know, kind of cool to do it. And, you know, I, I often wonder if because I mean, in Jamaica, since 
you know, they were a British colony at one point. Um, most of their customs come from England, or a lot of them, I should say. And so, you know, having tea is normal. Everybody has tea in the morning, that kind of thing. But they don't, like in Jamaica, they didn't take breaks for tea in the afternoon or anything like that. But that's why I tend to like tea more than I do coffee. So, because, you know, I was raised on it. Yeah, I don't like either. <laughs> Well, you like the frou-frou coffee stuff when they do it right. Well, not really. I mean, I don't know. I mean, th it's better than than the non-frou-frou, but even if <laughs> I don't really like get a craving for it or like, hey, let's go get some coffee. Yeah, no, I don't get cravings for it. Um, but I do enjoy it when it's when it's you know flavored or whatever. I don't just drink straight coffee. I don't like the taste of regular coffee. So. So it was, uh, you know, when you first came on and I said I was doing a review, you know, I, I've been doing this thing lately uh, uh, where I review songs and uh, commercial jingles. Right. For a couple um, of cents per review. Yeah. So I'm like up to like two dollars and something now. Oh, wow. And, uh, OK. Yeah. And what I found is if you do the music jingles, mm -hmm. which are only a few seconds each, those pay out about twice what the songs do. Hmm. But I will say it's probably more work. Because it's much harder to write 200 words about something you listen to for four seconds. True. <laughs> and it is, wow. for, you know, something you listen to for three minutes. Um, so those are interesting. Uh, it's funny, though, with the songs. Um, there was one song that I listened to this morning. I, I liked it so much. I immediately went to Spotify and found it and liked it. Right. Oh, wow. OK. And uh, so then about five songs later, there was another one. And I was like, you know, wow, this is really cool. And I even mentioned in my review, I'm going to go look for this on Spotify. And they don't tell you the name of the song or the artist until after you reviewed it. Mm -hmm. It was the same artist. Oh, wow. So you stumbled on a new artist. Yeah. Is that they're called Deep Rosis. And mm. um, and yeah, it's a uh, they're pretty cool. I, I will say this, though. If I had known it was the same artist for both tracks, mm -hmm. I would have said that I would never have known that it was the same artist. Oh, because okay. the first song that I really like, Valkyries, is like a um, hard rock kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And their second song is like a um, synth heavy dance electronic kind of thing. Hmm. And I wouldn't have recognized them as the same band at all. Um, so, and it's funny, the second song, the, the dance pop one, uh, it's not even on Spotify. Um, oh, it's you, just you, Valkyries on there. Oh, you can't find it somewhere else? Well, I just look on Spotify. Oh, I, yeah, that's true, because that's I all pay. you listen to. Yeah. yeah. I pay for Spotify, so. Whatever. Um, yeah. Now, I know you just, you know, you look for free things from Russian hacking sites. And that Whatever. It's yeah, that's probably, that's probably, people like you are how they were able to hack our elections. Oh, my gosh. So. I don't buy music anymore. I haven't had a need to. Um, there's a track that I was going to buy. I don't know if you watched any of the uh, American Song Contest. Um, yeah. But um, Julian has gotten really into Eurovision. And he watches like previous years on yeah. um, on YouTube and stuff, and, uh, and so when he heard there was going to be an American version, basically, um, he was excited about it. So we've watched two episodes. Well, we're yeah, and, and that's why I was curious because I mean, yeah, who doesn't know about Eurovision? Right. And I'm like, you know, until recently, because I think you're able to watch the this year's like 
in in real time with um right. with europe but um you know i i've always been curious and and you know because i think what was that um celine dion was on one season back in the day um yeah, ABBA, ABBA won one right so so i mean it's always been interesting and of course what is it that movie with will ferrell and amy adams mcadams um yeah 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 sorry great movie. yeah okay. it's like but i do enjoy eurovision this year i do feel like they're obviously being a new show they're trying to find their legs um it's a bit i don't feel like like um the the hosts uh kelly clarkson and snoop dogg i don't feel like they have any chemistry yeah that's what kenrick says he he feels that way too and i'm like yeah well you know whatever i think it's an interesting pairing but right. yeah i i i have no idea um but we did watch i didn't watch the last episode but i read about it um but one of the artists on the show and i think you've already seen if you've watched two episodes you've seen him probably perform was alan stone i don't recognize the name okay um it's he has kind of a little funk it's it's a white guy with like i think it's kind of reddish hair um okay anyway i i when i heard that song i was like i love that song i gotta get that song so yeah i went on to itunes and i mean i just basically added it to my library so i didn't buy it but i may decide to buy it in the future like i want to hear more stuff by him so but yeah i mean it so year one has been interesting i wonder what they're going to do for year two if it's going to be kind of like american idol where they drop a host um Will you know that kind of thing i'm i don't know i mean they got a lot of votes in and stuff but okay because i just haven't heard anybody talking about it yeah uh, that is true um so so yeah but i mean I, I kind of enjoyed it i i surprisingly am enjoying idol this season so kenrick has continued to watch it over the years yeah. and i stopped after like season maybe 10 or something i don't know uh this is season 20 for the show um but this year the caliber of the talent has been really good like there's some that fall in there that's like you know they must just be popular with people so you know there's like one or two of those types in the in the top but as a whole i mean this year has really really good singers um performers not just singers so so yeah um i've been watching that which again i don't typically watch it because you know i'm like i'm over it just like i don't watch survivor anymore even though it's still on um right. but but yeah that's been an, a bit interesting for me i think we did okay. watch outer range yes. so Kay was more curious about it than I was, even though you're like, oh, you should probably watch it. I was toward the end of it. I was like, God, just hurry up and finish. Cause it like, <laughs> like it was just so oh. weird to me. Like, I mean, I just, my mind just couldn't really get around it to a point, a point or a place where I could enjoy, I don't know. It just, it felt weird. I, I don't tend to watch those types of shows. So Kay enjoyed it. I mean, but i told him i said i don't know if 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 i you know if there is a, se a second season I said i don't know if i'll watch i'm not i'm i wasn't that into it so wow. I, don't know. I know you I enjoyed mean, it I, yeah i loved i thought the acting was fantastic oh, no, the acting was great but um, i love like, the i mean when you find out uh spoilers that he 
fell through the hole in like 1860 something. I was yep. like, oh shit. Now I had figured out that the weird girl on who was sleeping on, you know, the property. Oh, you did over girl. I didn't. Re I did not get it until they revealed it. I was well. As soon yeah. as she said she had no memories of her life before she was like eight or nine or whatever, which was the age that the girl is, mm -hmm. I was like, hmm. And then when the girl uh, scratched her head, um, yeah, then the, I mean, saw I the did. scar kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I yeah. just did not pick up on it. I was, yeah, mm -mm. but yeah, I, I mean, I agree completely. The acting is fantastic. I mean, Josh Brolin, you know, he, he's wonderful in, in that character, but I just, it wasn't a show that I could, it's not one of those warm and fuzzy shows. So, so I didn't ever feel like, oh, let me curl up with this really great series. So the, the, the singing cowboy. That's um, cool. He, yeah, he's, he's pretty he's awesome. The guy, He's the guy who was on Shit's uh, list. He was um, Shit's Creek. Yeah, Shit's Creek. He's a uh, he was uh, David's uh, husband. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, so I love him. I, I love, like I said, every time he's kissing that girl. And oh like, my god! All the the tongues outside of the mouth and the the saliva. Yeah, and that. I, and when they when they pulled back that one time, you see the, you know the the girl you know behind them with her yeah, eyes. Yeah. Yes, I remember um, that scene. Yeah. Um, I, I, but of course, I think I like a lot of things that are just like odd. Yeah. And know? I'm like, because no. it, it feels <laughs> like I, I frequently feel like that's more true to life than mm -hmm. a lot of other things. Because every day I, I just see people and things that I just think are odd, you know? Um, well, you so do I live think, in the rural South. So <laughs> I, just, I just feel like, you know, that kind of oddity in life is very true, hmm. you know? Um, you know, I see people all the time and it's like, wow, what is life like for you? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, what's life like through your lens? Um, I, I had a student, um, bless her heart, um, who always, you know, will be like reading a story for like a week. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then on like day five, you know, she'll suddenly, you know, say, oh, wait, they're married? And of course, everybody in the room, you know, and, and even me, I'm like, it's like you finally woke up. OK, like it told you that in the first sentence of the story. Right. And I even asked her at one point, I said, you know, life for you must be so amazing because you're constantly just surprised. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, it's like, whoa, school's five days a week. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to constantly be that, that amazed by life it must be wonderful <laughs> that is true very true <laughs> whoa mr reese is teaching this class today <laughs> yeah anyway um but yeah i liked outer range i thought it was really really cool um, i mean it's it's good but like i said it's just not something that i'm usually into um you know the with the weird dad and him talking to his friend mounted on the wall and it's yeah. like okay i just no no and then crushing up the stones and then when he was like oh i ate it it's like what the hell is yeah. wrong with you but and then the sun disappearing and the hole closing and the i was like okay i i'm i'm done <laughs> it's, a, it's a really great show um it's trippy and a, and a lot of uh people i know it, it is one i'm hearing a lot about at least it's my friend Mm -hmm. um, you know, 
And uh, so I definitely think it's going to be back. Um, I've been watching The Flight Attendant this season. Yeah, I know you uh, mentioned you watched it last season. I, it's still uh, one that I have written, like on my list, but I haven't started. How is it this season? Um, it's very up and down. Okay. Um, the funny parts, I don't find very funny this season. Mm-hmm. But there are a few serious moments where I do think that Kaylee, um, cool. or whatever, yeah. whatever I, I, she's definitely impressed me. Um, oh, so know. she actually has range at this point? Oh, yeah. There is okay. one part that I, I, there's one episode that was, I felt very, very powerful. She's a recur- recovering alcoholic. The first season, she's like losing it up like mad. Mm-hmm. And so when this season starts, she's been sober for a year. And, um, when we get to about episode five or something, she falls off the wagon mm-hmm. and it's, you know, it's a very painful moment. And then you find out at the end when people say, you know, look, you know, you made it a whole year, blah, blah, blah. You find out that she's been lying all along. Oh, uh, okay. She's, been, she's fallen off the wagon many times and you see like flashbacks to all of the other times. And so she, she's really never gone more than a month or two mm-hmm. without drinking. And you know, that was very powerful. And the next episode, her brother takes her home to try and reconcile with their mom. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the, the serious moments on this season are very serious and uh, definitely show um, Kaylee's range. Um, you know, and it's a, it's a weird show anyway. It was weird last season, the mix of seriousness and comedy. Mm hmm. Where it's like it'll go from something that's obviously meant to be like a sitcom type thing and then immediately go to a scene where, you know, it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, not to not to mention, you know, the fact people get murdered and, and stuff, you know. Right. Um, so, over, I mean, I, I'm still enjoying it, definitely. Um, and uh, it's definitely giving much more appreciation for her as an actress because on on, you know. Big, Big Bang, bang yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I really felt like there's a lot of actresses who could have done that role. Um, yeah, and then she was went before that. She was on what is it that John Ritter show or something that? Yeah, but I never watched that. Yeah, one. I didn't either. I mean, I've seen pieces of it, and even then, I was like, yeah, no. Um, I don't know if you ever saw the that Easter Bunny movie called Hop. No, I didn't watch Hop. Okay, it's it's a good movie. She's in it. Oh, okay. Okay. She plays um the the main character's sister, um, uh the main human character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, um, it's it's a good show. I I don't know. You're so picky about what you like. I am. Um, I I really if, am. If, I, if, I don't I, know. I mean, if you if you can't get into something as high quality as Out of Range, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Whatever. But um, I'm also watching the the Staircase. Um, yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I, I plan to at this point. <laughs> yeah, um, Colin Firth, again, uh, is typical Colin Firth quality. Um, it's weird seeing him as a character that you don't completely like, because I usually like Colin Firth. Mm-hmm. And his character, this time, he's, there's still something about him that's likable. I still keep pulling for him. Even though you I know, know they, exactly, you know what happens. I know what happens, and I know you know stuff already about the case. Um, and of course, I, I called you. I or texted you. Uh, there is one scene where you see him eating his wife's ass in the kitchen, and uh, I mean, where else was, are you going to do it? It's more appropriate in the kitchen, but okay. 
Yeah, but I'm, I'm just there and I'm like, wow, I'm watching Colin Firth mm-hmm. on his knees eating ass on my TV. <laughs> yeah, well, when you see, told this, me, it was see, just this weird. This is the kind of thing where I say when outer range, outer range is just like life. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, there's a hole that's a portal to another time. Colin mm-hmm. Firth eating somebody's ass on my TV. Yeah. It's all weird. Well, when you told me about it, I was like, I can't believe that. Not Colin Firth because of the caliber of actor, you know, he is. And so, I mean, I will say I'm curious. And, you know, we both, you and I had seen the documentary series that was in, you know, real time during the whole trial and stuff. But um, I just, I don't know, seeing Colin Firth in that way. I I'm I don't know if that will change my opinion or anything or if you've ruined him like you've ruined NPH for me so now to be fair if anybody has ruined NPH I'm afraid it's NPH well you didn't need to make me aware of him you know ruining himself well when I saw the the article and we'll I guess explain it to people in a second when I saw the article I was like what the hell because yeah the NPH has always had like a pretty spotless Right. Very likable. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. So apparently and this was years ago, uh, but it's come back ago. in the news. Yeah. Right. So apparently when Amy Winehouse died within like three months, it was like Halloween. Mm-hmm. And so he and his partner, who later became his husband, um, had a Halloween party. And they basically had it was basically I guess it was like a meat tray. Yeah. Um, that was shaped to look like Amy Winehouse. And a dead Amy Wine. Mm-hmm. And in case you, you couldn't recognize her, even though it was very recognizable, there was even a little sign next to it saying this is the corpse of Amy Winehouse. And it was not, I mean, it's horrific. Yes. When I saw the picture, I was like, that is kind of grotesque. Yes. And um, wow. Uh, I just think that's so dark. And of course, you were very upset about it. And I said, well, maybe it's his partner's idea. You know, and maybe the whole time NPH was there rolling his eyes going, I can't believe you're whatever he would be complicit all the same. So, yeah, I just it it was disturbing because I'm like much like a lot of the Reddit um, people posted. It's like, you know, when would that ever have been okay? Like certainly not three months after she passed away. And even today, you'd never do something like that. It was just it seemed to be in such poor taste that. You know, and like whoever did the tray, it's like you were okay making a tray that was, it just, it was weird. So, yeah, now it's like, hmm. And you know, if it was just some some generic person, because I've seen things like that at Halloween parties, and that's kind of cool. But to do it for about a real person? Uh, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. um, That's weird. And, you know, it it felt like my immediately thought was, you know what, the, the NPH from the Harold and Kumar movies? Mm-hmm. that character that caricature yeah like i could see him doing that <laughs> okay yeah but not the actual right. Neil patrick harris that i thought i had an image of um but i mean i don't know maybe it just goes to prove that of course we don't really know these people right and you don't really want to know it's like they what is it they say don't meet your heroes or whatever yeah. so so yeah i'm like i feel that way about like, because you had kind of ruined 
um, Michael Bublé for me years ago. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to put that out oh, of my mind. When he had the affair. Okay. And I'm going to put that out of my mind and not look at him at, in the same way. You know, so now it's like, I don't so much idolize him, you know, as far as being my favorite artist, who I'm going to see in August when he comes to Atlanta uh, for his first stop on his American tour. Um, but yeah, I, I I do think that a lot can be said for not meeting well, your heroes. I don't know. I mean, I, I do know they're human beings and people make mistakes. I've done, I know I've done things and make jokes that if people, if people documented my life the way they do celebrities, mm-hmm. I would probably never be able to escape, you know? <laughs> um, so, I mean, I get that, you know, um, and I've met a lot of my heroes because, you know, I mean, I've been to cons, I've been guests mm-hmm. at Dragon Con and stuff. And, and sometimes it is true, you know, I, I've met people that I always really liked and they were assholes, but I, I still, you know, was able to like their work. Mm-hmm. Um, the, and, 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 and it's not always true though. There's some that I met that were fantastic. There's some people that I've met that I was never a fan of until I met them. Hmm. Um, you know, the guy who played Reese on Torchwood, the one who called I you. Love, yes, that was um, so cool. Kai Owen or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, he, and that poor guy, I, to this day, I still remember, you know, that I was in that huge line for, um, you know, John Barrowman and, and there was nobody in Kai Owen's line. And he was just sitting there looking so miserable, which is why, you know, uh, we went up to him, you know, maybe I'll get his autograph, make him feel good, you know, and, (laughs) and he was, he was so charming and went so above and beyond. I know. Yeah. I mean, I remember being in bed and you calling me and saying, Hey, I've got someone who wants to talk to you. Yeah. And I was floored. Like it was so cool because I, yeah, I loved his character on the show. Yeah, um, he yeah. just he seems like he's just a nice guy, like in real yeah. life. So so, yeah, when you when they turn out to be NPHs and they're not quite so nice, it's like, hmm, OK, all right. Well, that's, you know, even like I met John Berriman and John Berriman was exactly like I expected him. To, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you hear other things about John Berriman, you know, because he he lost some jobs a couple of years ago when, you know, it was reported about how he used to, you know, flash himself on set of Torchwood and stuff. And he said, you know, he always that he growing up, he always thought, you know, showing his butt and things like that were was funny. funny. Right. And, and he said, you know, nobody ever said anything until, you know, a, a few years later, you know, when he was on one of the shows and the producer had said, you know, hey, we've heard about this kind of thing. Don't do it. And he said, OK. And so he said he hasn't done it since. Um, but, you know, he was talking about that. I mean, so I I don't know. I could see. Like John Barron, if John Barron had flashed me, that would have been perfectly John Barron. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I would have expected, you know, and I'm disappointed he didn't. But <laughs> <laughs> I can see how people wouldn't have liked it, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, that would make them uncomfortable. Everything is just yeah. so PC at this point. It's unfortunate. But but yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah. So, yeah, with the MPH thing, I, I just, you know, even even and I and I like sometimes edgy humor. and. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. But even I, I saw those and I was like, ooh. Because that yeah. didn't even look like a, like a, it wasn't even like a funny no, dead body. Right. I mean, it, it's a. It was <laughs> meant to almost be like real to life kind of thing. And it was, yeah, it was definitely gory. Um, yeah. And can you imagine eating it on top of that? Yeah, I know. It's just weird. I mean. Well, you know, it reminds me of that one. And I, I think it may have been before you were 
at the library when we had a Christmas party and our director at the time, Craig Amos and him and his wife brought a cat litter cake. And mm -hmm. it was a cake that had been made to look like a cat litter box. Right. And so like the cat poop was, um, you know, uh, Tootsie Rolls mm -hmm. and, and all this stuff. And I mean, it looked real. Um, you know, if it had smelled, you know, <laughs> but, you know, of course we all, you know, I remember cutting off a piece, you know, and I was like, oh, well, give me a Tootsie Roll, you know, and, mm -hmm. uh, and it was just so weird eating it. But of course it tasted, you know, really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and something like that, I think is, is humorous and that kind of stuff. But when you go into portraying a, or depicting a dead body of an actual person yeah. that, you know, that just... I, I I don't know. I just I don't understand where in their thinking they thought it was going to be okay on any level. Yeah. You, can you imagine them calling the the you know whoever made it to say, oh by the way, this is what I want to order. I mean, it just seems so. And I'm sure that person was like, oh of course, of course, and, you know, because oh I'm making a a tray for NPH and stuff. So right. yeah, I the cat litter thing would be would have been funny. I do like that. But yeah, I wasn't yeah. there for that. It was just, yeah, it was just weird. And, uh, I, it's rare that news actually shocks me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, but I was just, I was like, what? Well, and when I, you sent the text, I saw something about Amy Winehouse. I'm like, why is he sending me something about Amy Winehouse? And yeah. 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 And I actually, I actually went and Googled it elsewhere because I was like, maybe this is just like. Right. That's what I thought, too. And I'm like, you wouldn't have sent it to me if it was just made up. So, yeah, yeah. that was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm reading a book now called Heart Shaped Box. Why if I, and, it feels uh, like I've heard of that title. Well, it's, Joe, it's by Joe Hill. Okay. And uh, who is actually Stephen King's son. But mm -hmm. you know, he writes under a pseudonym. Okay. Was, uh, his first few books, he just wanted to, you know, have out there. Now everybody knows he's his son, but, you know, now he's known as Joe Hill. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, it's a really, really good book. Um, it's It's been a long time since, I, I, God, it's probably been 20 years since I actually read a book that I felt like it scared me at some point. Really? Um, wow. But, yeah, there was one when I was lying in bed reading this part, and I was like, all right, this is creepy as fuck. Um, I'm going to set this down for right now. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's really, really good. It's about this retired um, rock star, and um, he he had, doesn't make music anymore. He hasn't made music in years. He just goes on tours and plays all his old stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, but he still gets he still uh, you know fucks young groupies. So he's always got like you know a twenty something year old living with him, and they stay there for a while until you know the next one comes. Yeah, until they get tired of each other, mm -hmm. and. Um, so he has a weird collection, though. Um, it started as just kind of a thing for like his stage persona, which was always kind of dark and edgy and stuff. Mm -hmm. But then after a while, people started giving him weird things and stuff. Um, so he has like, you know, an actual human skull that he keeps pencils in. Um, he has like all these old weird books. Um, a police officer one time gave him an actual snuff film um mm. so he just has all these really weird things mm -hmm. and so one day uh his manager tells him that they got an email from somebody telling him that you know he should check out this ebay auction and it's an auction for this dead man's suit and if you buy the suit the ghost comes with it right okay and it's for a thousand dollars and so jude the main character he's like you know fuck it just go and buy it that sounds pretty cool and uh so they buy the the suit 
And sure enough, you know, there's a fucking ghost that comes with it. <laughs> and um, and unfortunately, he can't just give away the suit because by buying it, he's, it's a contract. Mm-hmm. Right. He has bought the soul, the spirit. And um, turns, can't he sell it? Well, if he could find somebody to buy it. But um, the problem is that he finds out that the person who sent him the email is this person down in Florida. And it turns out to be the sister of one of his former lovers. Mm -hmm. And after he dumped her, she went home and killed herself. Okay. So the sister blames Jude for using her. Mm -hmm. And so after her evil stepfather died, and he started haunting them around the house. She got the idea to sell the suit to Jude. Hmm. And so now Jude is being haunted by the stepfather of his dead girlfriend. Wow. Yeah. He's a really sick son of a bitch. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it is very, I, I, I'm concerned. Uh, I, I think everybody's going to die. I don't think this is going to have a happy end. I can tell you that. But uh, it has been so good. Um, do you see it, it possibly as something that's going to be made for for either into a movie or something? Um, I, maybe, yeah. I know he he set his second book, Nosferatu, um, was made into a TV series that starred Zachary Quinto. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people actually considered Nosferatu to be his best book. Um, so you know, when I finish this one, maybe I'll seek out that one. You know? Yeah, you should. Yeah. Um, so far, I mean, I think it's better than his dad's writing hmm. um and you know i like stephen king but stephen right. king has a lot of very noticeable um mannerisms in his mm-hmm. writing you know that if especially if you've read 30 or 40 of his books yes yeah you're starting <laughs> okay uh, you know stephen's doing that thing again you know because anytime you read that much stuff by somebody you start noticing their recurring right things you know i'm sure people who read my books but hell i write them and every now and then i'm like all right i'm doing that shit again <laughs> you know, and, I, and I have to decide all right do I just want to keep doing it this one or do I want to deliberately not do it right but um yeah it's really really good um the characters are very good his his girlfriends he has this funny thing uh he never really thinks of them as actual people and so he he just calls them by whatever state they're from oh my gosh wow yeah so um Georgia is living with him right now mm. Um, and they all look identical. He has a type. They're all right. between 20 and 26 years old. They're very pale. Um, they have long, dark hair. Uh, they have skinny noses. <laughs> I mean, they have, they have a type, right? So his dead girlfriend was Florida. Okay. Um, and uh, and Florida was one of the ones who she hated it that he called her Florida. She's like, why can't you call me Anna, which is my name? Mm-hmm. Right. And he would just say, you know, shut the fuck up, Florida. You know, and uh, that kind of thing. So Florida is the one who's caused him these problems. So, hmm. Well, I'm curious to see if, in fact, everyone does die. I'm sure you'll give us an update. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very good. So, so what are you reading? Unfortunately, nothing. Um, I just don't have the time. I mean, I'm in the office for so long. When I'm done at night, I just want to crash and watch something. Um, and then go to sleep. So I've not been reading anything. I, I'm, I mean, I know I should. Um, I've started playing Animal Crossing again while I'm watching TV. So that's something new. But 
yeah, I haven't read anything in a while. Yeah, see, um, that what do you do right before you turn off the light and go to bed? I'm usually playing Animal Crossing and would have put it up or the TV. I would turn off the TV and, and go right to bed. See, that's that's a good time to read because um, especially yes if you're and reading, no because sometimes a, especially if you're reading an actual book because <sighs> that you know that's less reading on the screen all the time will keep you up. Well, I just you know yeah the reading will sometimes have the effect of oh, okay this is kind of lulling me to sleep but for the most part it's just my brain is continuing to think and i need something that cuts it from thinking um because then i'll stay up later um so i just i know that i don't want to continue reading the author that i've been reading at least for a while because like you were saying with with writing sometimes it feels a bit formulaic you know you know oh this is about to happen or oh you know this yeah. is where so i'm like yeah i've been only reading her books for years now and you know i'm like yeah it's probably time to switch but i don't know yet what i really want to read i've considered looking at like you know oprah's book list or something but i'm like you know some of that stuff might just be too frou-frou for me i don't know um right. So, yeah, I need to find something that I, I'm actively, you know, wanting to to um, read or a subject matter that I want to read more about or something. I don't know. It's been a bit. Well, you can always read one of my books. Yeah, but I know you. I don't want to read the books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I had four books come out in um, in April. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I what was that? Reese. Um, <laughs> You know, I was worried that it would be, um, Much? well, yeah, that it would actually hurt sales. Mm -hmm. But um, actually, apparently, it was very successful um, sales-wise. Mm. Um, I know people who you know bought all four. Um, so, oh, that's pretty you know, that's, cool. Yeah, um, and you know, it, it was kind of cool because, like, number eleven, volume eleven of Lazarus Gray ends on a huge cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people who read that one, you know, were very pleased that they got the, you know, the answer to the cliffhanger two weeks later, you know, as opposed to having to wait, you know, the typical several years. Right, right. Um, so people kind of, you know, enjoyed that, I think. Um, but yeah, it went pretty well. I'm, I, I've since then, of course, I've also uh, finished uh, volume 14 of Lazarus Gray. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm in the last story now for uh, the third straw man collection. Uh, all of which I've written since December. Um, and of course, none of them have been published yet. Um, so do you think you're at a point now? I mean, Lazarus has been around for a, a while. I mean, I certainly remember. Um, do you feel like you're nearing the end of his story or anything at this point? No. Um, I mean, I definitely, I'm kind of glad that I've been able to do the straw man thing and have like another series. Mm -hmm. um, because for a while, of course, I had, you know, the Gravedigger series, but I ended it. It ended in a trilogy. And a lot of people are like, oh, you could do another Gravedigger, like a different person. Mm -hmm. And I could, but I don't know. I kind of feel like I've said. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I feel like with Lazarus Grave, because when I created it, it's one of the few things that I sat down and actually said, I want to create something that I could do as a series. Mm-hmm. Everything else, it was always like, you know, okay, I did the one book and then, yeah, all right, I can do another one. 
you know, eh, I can do another one, you know, <laughs> whereas this one I sat down, I said, okay, what is, you know, something I could do for years and years and years that would have that many possibilities. Oh, okay. And, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I could see it keep going for a part of me wants to hit just cause I think it'd be a cool number, like 25. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. And even if you don't end it, then something really, yeah, really awesome 25 happens. Volumes, you're breaking up on me. Huh. Say something. Say something. <laughs> Can uh, you're you fine still... now. Okay. Okay. Whatever the last thing you said, though, was it just sounded like. Eh, 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 eh. I'm sure it wasn't very important. Well, no, I was saying that it would be cool if, you know, with Lazarus Grave, when you hit 25, you know, even if you don't end it, then that's something huge, you know, like it's something a little out of like it would be almost cool to do something different with him like this could be like almost like a one-off or something where mm -hmm. you know because sometimes shows will do that where they um like you know in some case i forgot what show it was I, I was watching but they the the special episodes were done in black and white or you know it just i don't know it would be cool right. to do something weird um in 25 but you've got yeah. a little while to go, to to go a little ways to go so that's true that's true i mean it took me see i, I came up with the character in uh the first book was published in 2011 so 11 years 14 novels mm -hmm. so you know it could be another 10 years before i get to <laughs> could be but um well as long yeah. as it's before 70 because you know you'll probably die around then so yeah i'm gonna die in my 70s yep. um yeah which i was telling i i was talking to some other teachers about my plan to retire at 60 and da, 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 you know and i was like yeah because you know every, everybody in my family dies in their 70s and uh you know one of them was like crusoe was like oh don't say that and i'm like but it's true everybody i <laughs> know really <laughs> And she's like, yeah, but, you know, you, you could live past that. And I'm like, I could, but it's unlikely. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know. It's like, it's a genetics thing. I can't really do anything about that, but okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, I'm not saying I, I'm hoping to die when I'm 72, you know, right. but I mean, but yeah, but that makes more sense as to why you want to retire when you're going to retire, because yeah, you know that there is a trend and yeah. <laughs> you want to at least enjoy your some retirement before, you know. You can't yeah, that's what it. I told her. I don't want to work till 70 if I'm probably going to die in three years. Right. Yeah. And, and then, of course, they're like, oh, but, you, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> but if you're still teaching at 70, you know, it's like, really? Um, yeah. I figure by that time you'd have been worked out, you know, and, and it would just be time to to be over it. Um, I mean, I don't know. I can't. I still don't comprehend how you are enjoying being a teacher because like for again for me that's like i don't like repeating myself so you know yeah. that's kind of what you end up doing a lot as a teacher there's a lot of things you do as a teacher you know like oh you know passing someone if they really should have just failed um i yeah i, I don't I, I don't have the temperament for it so yeah. i would like to clarify for anybody who's out there listening now of course i i don't just pass people mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean but yeah I... yeah yeah just to make that clear in case anyone from the ethics board is listening <laughs> i don't i don't just do that um yeah yeah it, it, you know there are definitely days you know like normally i have my fourth block planning mm -hmm. right 
So I have my ninth graders third block and then I have a free block. Well, um, this past week, because we're in the middle of uh, milestone EOC testing, mm-hmm. you know, the schedules are all different every right. day. Mm-hmm. So there's one day that my first block came during fourth block. And uh, so they came in there and I, I, God, they were just being their typical stupid ass selves, you know, but I went off on them. I mean, <laughs> I was, I was like all over them. Right. And they're like, oh my God. Like, it's oh, like, this is usually my time. <laughs> well, that's what I told. The next day they were all like, you were like, you were in a really, really bad mood yesterday. Ms. Reese. I said, no, I was in the same damn mood. I am every day during fourth block. This but no one sees it. There. Exactly. Yeah. I said, normally I am able to close the door sit there for 10 or 15 minutes, decompress, mm-hmm. right? Instead, you had to come right in asking me stupid questions <laughs> that you knew the answer to, right? Well, you see, I don't have time for any of that stuff. You know, I don't even really like people. So you'd have to be someone who enjoys being around people to be a teacher um, you know, at the I, very I least. Hate people. I hate people. Whatever. I bet, you know, I hate most people. You're not like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, lo- I love my kids. Mm-hmm. I tell them that. I said, you know, look, I, I still love you, even though I don't you know, like you. Yeah. Piss me off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I tell that to Kendrick, too. I'm like, there's times where I just don't like him. And I tell him, I said, I love you, but I just don't like you right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's to be expected. Yeah. But yeah, for me, as far as retirement, you know, this year I refied the house just because the interest rates were so low. I I got mine in before they raised the rates. Um, and so, you know, I wanted to pay off all my credit card debt and blah, 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 blah. But then I thought, holy crap, I just started back at zero on my mortgage, you know, basically. And yeah. you know, I'm like, that's 30 years. I'm like, I don't want to be working for another 30 years to have to pay on my mortgage. So I don't know. I, like I had a moment there where it like it stressed me out. I was just frustrated. Um, because you know, I'm like, to me, I know that I'm gonna end up taking care of my husband because you know, the 18 year age difference and stuff. But you know, I'm like, for me, I just I just don't want to have to be working so long. Um, I want to be able to go, get to a point where financially I can just be, you know, and not have, I don't know, it's because I feel like I've overworked most of my life. Um, the idea of 30 more years of it is just, no, no, <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it at all. Yeah. I mean, there are moments I feel okay financially because I think I'm just, you know, in a good mood. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's other times when I'm like realistic and I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, I'm, I'm like one bad accident away from, you know, uh, bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so I've been supplementing my income, you know, of course I have, I have two jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you're I've writing also, and you're, well, I don't um, need to count the writing. Oh, okay. Well, but, I know you had the one, the forgot what the school thingy, what is it that? Yeah. So I, I work for Risa and yeah, I work that's for, it. you know, this Baldwin High. And um, then, you know, I, yeah, I get some pennies off my writing. And then I also, um, you know, right now I'm reviewing music, earning mm-hmm. like, you know, 10, 15 cents a day. And um, <laughs> then in addition to those, uh, I've started uh, an active eBay selling business. Um, oh, okay. So in the past 30 days, I've made $1,700. Oh, wow. Um, That's Wow. Yeah, just selling, you know, crap I've accumulated over the years. Um, and uh, so, you know, I've had, 
I've had to, you know, of course, there's some expenditure required as well. So right, now, if you know, right. you come in my house, I have like all these different packaging stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, and the, the post office knows me well enough, you know. Now they're used to me coming in three, four times a week, you know. And they're like, you know, is it still just media mail? Yeah, everything media mail, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> they just click right through. Is there anything, you know, explosive or poisonous in it, you know? And um, so I'm just shipping stuff all over the place. So I've been doing that. Um, but yeah, it's just life so so expensive. Um, going yes, to grocery store. I mean, I'll go in and and literally buy. The other day, I went in. And I bought two six packs of water. I bought um a box of chips because I take chips to school for the kids. That was mm-hmm. seventeen dollars. That box. Um, I bought like some. Uh, a couple of things of like um, shaving cream and, you know, um, deodorant, mm-hmm. I mean, just little things. And, you know, it, it was like literally less than half of a cart. And it was like 80 something dollars. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, it's just awful. Yeah. And filling up the car, you know, I mean, I paid $38 to fill up my car the other day, which for my my car is a lot. Yeah. I mean, I used to yeah. fill up for, you know, under 30 Um, I remember filling up for $23, $24. It's just crazy. And that's with me using my discounts from buying all those expensive groceries. Oh, so it was it like a Kroger type of thing where you use the Kroger gas. I have an Ingalls card. So every hundred (laughs) dollars I spend, I get 10 cents off. Mm -hmm. Um, And so sometimes it scares me because I'll go in there and it's like, Oh, you know, for this month you've earned 30 cents off. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Have I spent $300? (laughs) Groceries this month, you know. On the other hand, I'm like, yeah, take the thirty cents off, you know. But yeah, Kay and I need to do some grocery shopping. We always need to. We're so bad about doing it. We resort to eating out, which of course is super, super expensive now, yeah. um, because our my meals often consist of me buying something on DoorDash. So it's not only that you're paying the the amount for the food and the tax, then you've got to, you know, add a tip on there. And right. I don't, I never leave just, I never just give them, you know, 50, regular 15%. Because I'm like, you know, in my mind, I'm like, I know they're using their own gas to have to do this. And if I left them a shitty ass tip, then probably they do something shitty with my food. So, right. um, but it's, yeah, life has gotten extremely expensive and seems like there's no sign of it not being expensive for a while. So, yeah. so yeah, inflation is ridiculous. But I mean, that inflation was to be expected with all the handouts that's been yeah. given over the years. Um, not to say I didn't appreciate it, but, but yeah, I mean, it, it's just the natural course of things. So, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So you said to obviously T'Challa did not join us today. Um, what is he up to? Right. Yeah. So he is at the um, uh, Renaissance Festival today. Mm-hmm. Um, his mom and uh, her new husband uh, have taken him up there. Um, you know, it's a wizarding weekend, so he always oh, likes okay. to dress up in his you know his robes and stuff. Um. And uh, so he's doing that. And so he's going to come over tomorrow just for, you know, for one day for a little bit. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I haven't been to Renfest in years. I mean, the last time I went, I was in high school. So 
So yeah, but it's it's been a minute. So now that now that he, I I realize that you almost deliberately did not call the man his stepfather, um, is that weird to you now? Uh, no, not really. Um, I didn't realize that. Well, I mean, you know, I, I guess he is a stepfather, but no, I didn't really think about it. Hmm. Um, no, so I mean, I she's been with this person you know for see we got divorced in june it'll be three years of, since our divorce was official mm-hmm. um and you know she's been with this guy you know i think the first time i ever heard about him was like two or three months after i moved out so i mean it was oh, about okay. the time you know the divorce became official um so she's been with him that whole time mm-hmm. so i mean yeah i've kind of gotten used to that oh, okay yeah yeah i don't have those complications in my life so i just don't know what it's like (laughs) yeah i mean i text you that night and you know i i i certainly don't miss her you know but you know i was definitely um you know kind of down about the fact that you know she's gotten remarried Mm -hmm. and i still feel like i am no closer to finding you know that that person right right your person (laughs) yeah Hmm. So maybe, maybe someday. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I don't know. I, I can't remember the, if it happened. I don't know. We were, we, we record so randomly now. I don't know. It's uh, not yeah. random. Yeah, so, it's you know, a set Drakenara, schedule. Uh, Drakenara is no longer, um, right. you know, uh, we broke up. I, I told her I didn't think it was working. Um, so uh, she's no longer here. Although I, I, I still end up doing a lot of stuff. Um, so I heard from her last night that she was having trouble with, uh, the pod bean and couldn't get the, you know, the podcast uploaded and all this kind of stuff. And so I ended up doing that. Um, so you're just too nice. I don't know what's wrong with you. I thought that yeah. you blocked her. No, I, I blocked No, I blocked her on uh, Facebook, but what? she still, yeah, was able to text me. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. I thought you'd blocked her on text, so. No, I blocked her on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I threatened to block her on text, so. Okay, well, such is life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I guess we're at a point of wrapping up. We are scheduled to record again. Today is what, the 14th? So June 11th is our next scheduled recording day. All right, let me look. It's doubtful I have anything <laughs> on my calendar, but let me look. I know the first week in June that that week I'll actually be going into the school to do some some work that week. Okay, well then it works out. It's not the first week. Well, that is the first week. June eleventh is the first full week in June. Well, full anyway. week, but it's not the first week in in June. So yeah, June eleventh. I see. I don't have anything else on the schedule for that day. Okay. Well, I mean, it's already on your calendar. It should already be there. So this shouldn't even be a discussion. Yeah. Although we both know that when you come up with something more important, just like <laughs> we're, we're not recording at our usual time. Now, a lot of times if I say, Hey, you want to record earlier, you know, you're like, you act like I'm like, you know, say, Hey, you want to come over and I'll pull your teeth out with some pliers. Because that is like, the feeling. Today, <laughs> you know, you were like, Oh, we got to record early. Well, you know, I didn't want to not do it. 
yeah, I didn't want to not do it because you'd give me grief about it. You'd be like, oh, but I need the Latoya time. And, uh, and so I'm like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll still record the show, but I want to be able to try and get everything in today that I need to get in. So, so yeah. Uh, but I yes, you're right. <laughs> I was uh, to kind of finish off the Drakenara conversation. I was worried that Sparrow would be much worse mm-hmm. after uh, Drakenara was gone because I figured she'd be like lonely during the day, and so because before she was often acting out, mm-hmm. right? Um, but actually, she's been much much better uh, since Drakenara has been gone. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, Drakenara had a tendency to uh, to like you know lose her temper with her, so. Mm-hmm. Maybe, the stress for Sparrow. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, or maybe Sparrow is lonelier during the day, so she's better in the evening. Oh, because um, she knows that she's got to be on a good behavior to get attention. I guess. Um, <laughs> but I've actually found that if I if I just you know if I see her, you know, kind of looking at me, I'll like start talking to her and I'll give her some attention, and then she seems fine. And I've uh, I've raised the blinds on a couple of her favorite windows, mm-hmm. so she has like cat TV to watch, but. Um, she stopped doing all the things she was doing, like jumping on top of the TV or chewing cords and stuff. Well, yeah, I think it's funny you say that because I think that, you know, I think sometimes we forget that pets are, you know, they're they're of some intelligence. And oh, yeah. so like in the case of Peyton, when um, Gwen and, and Miles had Izzy, um, Peyton started acting out, he, like literally took a shit on the floor. And, and it's like, yeah, and he would pee and then he would just be just odd, you know? And I'm like, yeah, he's acting out. It's, it's something, I mean, he senses the difference. So, I mean, for, for Sparrow, it's probably, you know, Sparrow sensed that having someone else in the house kind of maybe, you know, it's a different dynamic. And so Mm -hmm. it's like, "Mm, I don't know if I really like that. My, my routine has to change because someone else is you know is in the house kind of thing so so yeah i think maybe sparrow just you know prefers it to be you guys and you and and um t'challa yeah and it is uh, when she is bad it's when t'challa's here <laughs> um, and I've told, oh I've told t'challa, i mean i i think she's jealous of yes. him being here and yep. even if i'm not directly interacting with him um yeah. she does not like him being here um, <laughs> i mean she likes him okay you know, yeah. sort of like interact with him, but yeah, she's just, you know, very territorial. She's much worse when he's here, you know. Oh, wow. I'll go the whole week without having to tell her, yell at her even once. And then he's here for five minutes and I had to yell at her twice. Yeah. So, yeah, they can sense these things. Yeah. Yeah. I think she just senses she's not the baby when he's here. Right. You know? Right. So, but okay. So, June 11th. So, uh, by that time, I'll be in my summer break. You know, we didn't even talk about um, Doctor Strange. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's so long. Like you said, it, it's a while before we, we record. So I completely forgotten about it until just now. Um, we saw it, or at least I saw it with my nephew on preview night. So I think that was Thursday um was that what a week or so ago um it was definitely the most different marvel movie for me Mm -hmm. um not like not to say it was bad not to say it was especially great or anything it was just you know um white chocolate pointed out he's like well it's a sam raimi movie so 
they yeah. those tend to be very stylistic like it's his it's his work um i thought it was yeah. kind of i was it, it was interesting i mean i enjoyed it it's definitely a sam raimi movie um not only did you have you know uh bruce campbell showing up which always happens but um it was just it, gorier to me there was, well, yeah, it was I mean, darker and i mean the whole um i don't i don't know if you've seen the evil dead movies or mm -mm. drag me to hell nope um, <laughs> but yeah it's very much a sam raimi movie um, I loved it, but of course I also like Sam Raimi. Right. Um, of right. course, you know Sam Raimi is the guy who did the uh, the Spider Man movies with Tobey Maguire. Hmm. But those, well, I mean, but those weren't very, very dark. It just yeah. felt like th this was definitely dark. Like, I mean, I was like, Marvel doesn't do gore like this as, as far as the you know the movies they've done. So yeah. I did find that this one was certainly a lot darker. Oh yeah, um, when she kills the members of the Illuminati, mm -hmm. I was like, whoa. Yep. <laughs> um, speaking of, uh, well, not even speaking of, I'm looking at a picture of him. That's why I was speak thinking, speaking of him. Um, but, you know, Anson Mount playing um, Black Bolt as he did on the Inhumans TV show, but now he's in the, in, in the Black Bolt costume. Mm -hmm. um, when he like blows his own brain out, you know, because she's taking his mouth away. Yep. I was like, whoa. And then they, how they killed Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, and, it was uh, insane. I mean, it was, yeah, it was, it was both comical and gory, you know, which is, kind of weird but yeah, yeah. it was it really I, I was loved this movie. i loved it um t'challa was kind of like he really liked it but he he said the same kind of thing you did he said he didn't really quite feel like a marvel movie right exactly but to me i loved it because it was like a it was like a perfect melding of marvel with you know sam raimi mm -hmm. um i thought that it was benedict cumberbatch's best uh performance oh he did a fantastic job yeah yeah and um even uh what's her name is it amy adams amy mcadams i think it is mac adams okay yeah. um she was really good in this um you know it, it, just the whole thing i thought well was you great. said and that i tell you uh, elizabeth olsen yeah who, she's I've amazing never i've never really been a big fan of her as the scarlet witch really because um, hmm. yeah, again it was just i felt like a lot of people could have done what she's doing and so i didn't hmm. almost be impressed but in this one though I felt she gave a hell of a performance. Oh, she absolutely did. I read something uh, about it afterwards where she said, you know, she really, I guess she hadn't really expected for her to be in so many of the different Marvel movies. Cause you know, it's like when you get Marvel, they're like, that's job security, you know, kind of thing. But that she, it's, it's kind of, she's suffering the curse of being, you know, a part of the Marvel franchise because she can't really do any of the other stuff that, you know, like people don't really see her as something outside of that kind of character. And she apparently does or did a lot of indie films and stuff. And um, so, yeah, she's she said, you know, while she's certainly grateful for Marvel, it it has impacted her career in a way that she really hadn't really thought through. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I she did a fantastic job. I mean, I, I loved her in WandaVision. Film. That was just fan, fan freaking tastic. WandaVision yeah. was great. I know she said, though, that from this point forward, um, it was just going to be like project to project mm -hmm. that um, her contract for even for this one, it, she was just signed back for a film, you know, and going forward, it'd be project to project as opposed to like being signed for five films, you know. Right, right. Um, and apparently that's the direction Marvel's moving in with a lot of their actors um so 
But um, yeah, I, I love Doctor Strange. I thought it was fantastic. Um, I know you probably weren't that excited by the Charlize Theron appearance. During no, the I thought it was cool. Oh, I knew exactly. I was like, that's you know Charlize the character Theron. Is? No, that's just it. I yeah. don't. But I was excited to see her. So I'm like, oh, she's going to probably be in a movie. You know, so. Yeah. So I was excited because um, I was like, oh, my gosh, she's Clea. And, uh, you know, T'Challa next to me was like, who's she? Who's Clea? You're you know, right. but in the comics, Clea in the 70s was uh, Doctor Strange's. She came from the same dimension as Dormammu. Um, and so she comes uh, to Earth and she becomes uh, Doctor Strange's uh, apprentice. Mm-hmm. And eventually she goes back to um, the dark dimension and she uh, dethrones Dormammu. And she becomes the Sorceress Supreme of that dimension. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the comics, in fact, these days, because Marvel does weird shit all the time, uh, Marvel has currently killed Stephen Strange. Hmm. And so he's dead. And Clea has come to Earth. And, and eventually Clea and Doctor Strange got married. Um, but they can't be together because Clea has to be Sorceress Supreme of her right. dimension. Right. And so anyway, so she's technically... Clea Strange. And so the Doctor Strange book right now is starring Clea because she's still Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, although I'm not sure what medical school she went to to get her doctor degree. But anyway, <laughs> uh, it seems like it would be Mrs. Strange or mm-hmm. something. But anyway, um, so she's in the comics right now uh, again. But yeah, I, I always loved Clea. Um, and, you know, I love Charlize Theron. She's not, you know, she's not what I would have pictured as Clea but then again I guess for somebody to match um you know but Cumberbatch's age mm-hmm. she's good um in the comics I always think of her as kind of being younger but maybe that was again part of the society at the time she was entered because at the time Strange would have been in his 40s and she was in her 20s you know mm-hmm. uh, and I could see why they would want to get rid of that age gap now you know because uh the whole thing of him being her teacher, basically, and then them becoming lovers, I guess you get into the whole, you know, power dynamics, mm-hmm. and Me Too imagery and that kind of thing. Um, but again, it was the 1970s. So, um, but yeah, so I really, really loved the film. Yeah, I mean, again, I enjoyed it. It was just very, it's a very different feeling than any of the others. Um, I thought it was certainly well done and I was engaged. But I was just like T'Challa. I was like, yeah, this is um, this is not a regular Marvel movie. <laughs> but again, I enjoyed it. I don't know how excited I am about another Thor movie. I feel like haven't we had like three or so of them already? Um, three. Yeah, this would okay. be the fourth one. So I'm like, why are they, you know, because it, I don't know. It, of course, me, see, Ragnarok, is, the, Ragnarok the third one was my favorite of the Thor films. Mm-hmm. And, um, and this one's by the same guy. Um, and so it, it looks wonderful to me. I love the use of, you know, Sweet Child of Mine in mm-hmm. the trailer. I love that the Guardians are going to be in it. Um, I love that uh, Natalie Portman is back. And mm-hmm. the, the Jane yep. is Thor storyline from the comics. Um, and there's the one part that I laugh out loud at every time in the trailer where Star-Lord is like, you know, when things get really rough, what you have to do is look into the eyes of the people you love. Mm-hmm. And you see, like, you know, Thor. Kind starts, of like, hey, yeah. He's <laughs> like, right? what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, that just, I just laugh out loud at that every time. 
Well, I mean, um, I'm going to see it. It's just, I, I I, guess, I mean, obviously, I don't pay too close attention to what movies that are going to be doing in whatever phase. But I just, I was surprised that Thor is the character that seems to continue to get, like, little, you know, side projects or movies at this point. Well, um, I think it's because um, I think that uh, the actor, what's his name? Chris Hemsworth? Mm-hmm. Uh, Hemsworth has realized this is his meal ticket. Mm, okay. Because Chris Evans is like doing all kinds of shit, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, of course, RDJ is RDJ. Um, but I think Chris Hemsworth, uh, you know, he signed on for a whole bunch more movies because oh. I think he was like, yeah, I'll keep doing this. You, know, <laughs> you keep giving me shit to do, I'll keep doing it, you know, and I don't begrudge him at all for that because. I, I, I'd like to have somebody from phase one stick mm-hmm. around. Yeah, and that is true. That is very true. Yeah, so if it's, and Thor is, you know, by far, in terms of, you know, the comics, my least favorite of the big three, um, which is Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I really like Ragnarok, and if this is anything like that, I'm sure I'll enjoy this too. Um, so, and, and, you, you know, know I that, love Loki, but at least we get him on, on Disney+. Plus. So, I mean, right. it's like that. I still get to to see that character. So, so yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was just surprised that it was going to be a Thor movie. Because Doctor Strange, you could have almost called it the, the Scarlet Witch movie. Because, it, you know, both of them equally had, I mean, they, they were kind of the point of the movie. So, I'm yeah. like, if you had called it, you know, Scarlet Witch, I would have been like, okay. Um, so, I'm guessing, I guess, to... For the audience that Marvel's doing a lot more mashups of like like in the case of Thor and um, Guardians and stuff so that people can kind of get, you know, little pieces of what they really love. So, yeah. So yeah. And then in, um, you know, December, we're going to get the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. That's oh, really? going to be on uh, Disney Plus. Okay, because I know uh, there was all this controversy about making the third one. What is it with the director or whatever? And yeah, James um, Gunn. So James yeah. Gunn is fully back. And um, so, yeah, James Gunn is, is basically an homage to the infamous Star Wars holiday special mm-hmm. that came out in the late 70s that everybody, you know, it's it, whoever saw it, like me, is still emotionally scarred from it. But um, this one is <laughs> okay. I was about to say I didn't even I didn't even know about that, but okay. Oh God, don't ever watch it. it okay. The whole plot of it is is that apparently the the Wookies celebrate what's basically Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, they call it something else, of course. And uh, so we get to see uh, Chewbacca goes home, and we see Chewbacca's wife and his son Lumpy. Okay. Uh, yeah, because Lumpy's full name is Lumber. <laughs> okay and um uh so b arthur Mm -hmm. uh, oh my gosh really she's in it she plays a bartender at the cantina in uh most eisley um gosh i love b arthur but if you're saying not to watch it (laughs) oh god well it's 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 almost (laughs) impossible to explain to you Well, this is, I mean, it, I mean, it has the Star Wars stars in it. And mm-hmm. George Lucas was, in, I don't know what they were smoking. Uh, <laughs> it is, however, the first place you ever see Boba Fett. Hmm, um, okay. Because it came out like two years before Empire Strikes Back. Um, and it's, it, Boba Fett appears in an animated film that's part of it. Hmm. 
Um, but yeah, it is. Wow. Anyway, so they were going to get a Guardians holiday special. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next year, of course, Guardians 3. Yep. Yep. So if I can find a good uh, uh, YouTube clip of the B. Arthur scene, I'll send it Cool. Yeah, because that's really all I'm interested in. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'll see you in June. Mm-hmm. Don't bother me until then. Okay. I'll do that. Because you yeah. know how much I love to call and stuff. Yeah, I know. You never, so you never call or text. You but know. you are you knew that from the jump. That's just how I am. So okay. you can't take it personally. All right. All right. But it's, 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 it's tough, though. Every time I call, I'm like, what you doing? Oh, I'm hanging out with Cassie. Oh, whatever. I'm usually working when you call at this no. point. But, you know, you I, know. Or sometimes I'll text you and it's like, hey, you want to chat? And you're like, no. You know, me and Glenn, <laughs> we're at the movies. <laughs> like girls night out whatever anyway Um, you know me and Kay we're driving over to my folks because like all 17 people in the family (laughs) together to like play Legos oh my gosh well we play heads up we build Legos but yes Kay Kay is not a part of the Lego thing at all. He sees no interest in it. Even though I got the Lego Adidas shoe and he's really into Adidas. I haven't put it together yet, but, but yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I'm such a nerd, but alrighty then. So yeah, until next time, um, you know, be cool. uh, (laughs) Make make the rest of May spectacular. (laughs) All right.